Or we can take this concept and apply it to the smaller things, the things that combine to make up our own individual view of the world, our belief system and the things that help us challenge some of those beliefs we might have inherited along the way. And, and that's really what interests me and it's particularly what interests me in the context of uh, today's episode. Welcome to the Henny Flynn podcast, the podcast that's all about deepening our self-awareness with profound self-compassion. I'm Henny. I write, coach and speak about how exploring our inner world can transform how we experience our outer world, all founded on a bedrock of self-love. Settle in and listen and see where the episode takes you. Welcome back to season 11. It is lovely to be speaking with you again, even though, of course, this is a recording, but you know, it still feels like that. Um, So today I wanted to talk about how we can make room for growth. When we are rigid, fixed in our thinking, we become immobile, we become stuck in our ways. When we are fluid, flexible in our thinking, we become open, more aware of the options available to us. And so change and growth become part of the natural order of things rather than something to be feared or geared up for. So this isn't a new theme for us here, but this is a new reflection on it. And hopefully, you know, as I just shared those two thoughts, they resonate with you. Um, It, you know, perhaps feels a little bit of a, a kind of no brainer, of course, when we're rigid, we get stuck. When we're fluid, we're more flexible. Now, the new reflection is, well, it begins with the fact that I know I have a natural dislike of rules, though it's not about not liking any rule. It's not that it's something that's always true. It's just that it feels mostly true in this context. And any faith or principle or practice even that says this is the only way creates a profound sense of doubt in me. And when that happens, it feels like it's a time when doubt can be something to cherish. Because obviously, often we think about doubt as being something that's a burden rather than a boon to us. Because You know, with doubt, we question, we challenge, we review, uh, reflect, um, we consider whether the assumed order of things, there are huge inverted commas around that, is really what it makes itself out to be. It's how we challenge authority healthily. 
And with indoctrination and fundamental thinking, we can limit ourselves from seeing there is another way that something can be. Now, of course, we can take this concept and we can apply it to really big things like religion or politics or cultural norms. Or we can take this concept and apply it to the smaller things, the things that combine to make up our own individual view of the world, our belief system and the things that help us challenge some of those beliefs we might have inherited along the way. And and that's really what interests me and it's particularly what interests me in the context of uh, today's episode. So my sense being that when we work on the things closest to us, we are better able to see how the concentric circles that fan out all around every single one of us influence the world around us. So these are the circles that mark the impact of our behavior, our thoughts, our energy that we put out into the world. You know, we all influence others all the time and we are all influenced by them. It's part of what makes us so gorgeously human. But before diving even further into that, I just want to share a conversation about quantum physics and entanglement. Now, according to space.com, quantum entanglement states that two particles are connected and affect one another, even if those particles are light years apart. Just say that again. So quantum entanglement states that two particles are connected and affect one another even if those particles are light years apart. So this may well be something, I'm sure it is, that you've come across before but I think it's like really worth sitting with for a moment. You know this this idea that or this truth that two particles once they've been connected will always be connected, even if they are so separate, there are light years between them. And so I'm sharing this in the context of today's episode for three reasons, really. One, I simply love this idea and (laughs) wanted to weave it in somehow. Um, Two, it was the subject of a slightly random and utterly fascinating conversation at a wedding this summer and in an equally random way inspired this episode and three it used to be that science and reason would poo-poo anyone who tried to claim anything like this and yet now we know it is true and we know it is true because a bunch of scientists continued to question to doubt to explore, to experiment and to discover. And they found there actually could be a completely new truth that others hadn't ever been able to consider. It's a bit like when we believed the earth was flat and then, well, you know, (laughs) we all know where that went. So when we apply this willingness 
to accept something so outside of what we had ever believed possible to our own lives, I think it can help us open up to things that perhaps we might have rejected in the past. And in my own life, I'd say practices like mindfulness was one of those. I didn't believe it could ever be something I'd be able to do, let alone learn to love. Or reading tarot, actually, which I now love to do because I see it simply as offering up something that I may find useful that I may not have come to under my own steam. So these are both things that I completely understand others might reject. You might reject either of those and that's okay. And yet for me, it's been interesting to open up to what they could offer me. And when we bring this idea of being open and flexible, even closer to ourselves with a a capital S on that word, we can maybe start to see some of the places where we have become rigid, stuck and closed to new ways of being, new ways of thinking. So the other thing that sparked this chain of thought is that earlier in the summer, I was rereading The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. It is an astonishing true story about a man who chose to move on his own to remote woodland and how the decision he made to surrender to life led to him running a multi-billion dollar tech company. I mean... (laughs) It is a bonkers story. And at the heart of it, it's about how staying open to everything as it was unfolding in his life enabled him to even manage the extraordinarily challenging time of being falsely accused by the FBI. It is a very good read. And I know that sounds like a spoiler alert, but um, if you read the back cover, it does kind of tell you that. But the story inside it is astonishing. And Michael Singer writes about how when we consider the process of surrender, we can often come up against our internal likes, dislikes, rules, principles and belief systems. And they can block us. Now, I notice this in myself quite often and... While I'm fascinated by Michael Singer's experiment, my own way of working with these inner blocks is first to notice them. And because, of course, that's always where we start, because without noticing, we are unconscious of what's going on. And the goal here is simply to be more aware. And actually, I've just realized while I'm sort of sharing this, that Even with this, I'm saying there is more than one way. You know, we don't have to follow Michael Singer's way of um, exploring our inner world. There are no rules. And right now it's okay for me to experiment with surrendering in my own way. So (laughs) with noticing what's happening, I can then begin to ask what's intruding here. So maybe it's something useful. 
like my spidey senses picking up a whiff of danger or incongruence in someone's behavior that perhaps I need to be aware of uh, to keep me safe um, or to support them better if it's in a client context. Or maybe it's simply an old pattern of mine playing out again. And and once I can see that, or at least see what I can see, because there's always so much more below the surface, like, the, you know, we're all giant icebergs, you know, only the tips of us are visible. Um, so once I can see what it is I can see, then I can start to make choices. I can choose whether to go with my head or sink a little deeper and be a little more exploratory and maybe, you never know, perhaps even open up to something completely new, a new way of thinking, behaving, being, believing. And with all that comes growth. And I think the thread that starts to shine through here is that we can hold all of those old ways of thinking, feeling, doing, believing and have space for something new too. This is really, really important and and that's really where the title for this episode comes from making room for growth or make room for growth. We can be all that we currently are and still have space to grow. We are not finite. We can extend our thinking, our reflecting, our considering out beyond the borders of what we previously believed. And in that way, we become infinite in our capacity to change and grow. So, I wonder what that sparked for you. Are there thoughts... Are there beliefs, are there behaviours that you routinely come up against within yourself and just accept them as being, well, that's just how I am. That's just how it is for me. I couldn't possibly change that. And yet, actually, if you took a breath, took a moment to explore it, is there something there where there's a little bit of wriggle room, a little bit of space where something could potentially be different than what it is now. I'm really reminded of a recent conversation with a client and one of the elements that came up, lots of, um, I often talk about the threads that connect experiences in our lives and some of them can seem very significant and some of them can seem very slight and yet often it's in the very slight things that the gold is glittering 
Um, and one of the things that they shared was that they find it impossible to not finish a book. And as we explored it, we became deeply aware that it was a clear example of a pattern of not wanting to let go of things. So just by looking at something like how we feel about putting a book down when we have decided we're not really enjoying it, um, that can be a wonderful opportunity to challenge ourselves if we believe that we can't ever do that. What a lovely place to play and to see, well, how is it to push against that belief, just to press up against it in a gentle, kind, compassionate way and just see how it would be to easefully change that belief and change that behavior and create some room for something different. Because we never know whether that will have an influence in a wider sense in our life. And I suppose that one other thought here really is also to talk about the importance of discernment. You know, recognizing that where we hold very rigid beliefs, it's really, it's a lot easier for us when things are rigid. Um, our brain is desperately always looking for uh, the quickest route through something. So we love patterns. We love rules. We love, oh, this is how it is. This is what I always do. This is how I am. Whereas what we're talking about here is raising our self-awareness so that we give ourselves room to pause for thought and decide, mm, is that actually what I want to do? Do I want to finish this book or do I just want to put it down and move on and do something which feels like a better use of my time? And, and so we practice the art of discernment in order to feel into what is it that is going to most serve us, serve those around us, um, serve the world, <laughs> serve our life in general um, in a better way than perhaps the way in which we had been um, believing we needed to be. So let me know, let me know how these reflections land with you. Um, I know, I mean, that story about the book, I could have been telling that about myself, to be honest. Um, that's something <laughs> I never used to want to put a book down uh, without finishing it. I had this really strong sense that, you know, I had to because that was a way in which I uh, demonstrated you know, commitment. Um, and, and it was something I was always very proud of. Um, but now I've realized, you know, if I've given something a really good go, and it's just not for me, it's okay, I can make a choice to stop. That's fundamentally it. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, what thoughts has this sparked? And um, where have you identified that there could be some room for growth? I send you a hug and a wave.